Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to Breakfast on the Bridge. It's a beautiful Monday morning at 8 a.m. I'm Annabelle. I'm Nick. Well, not so beautiful. Yeah, it's actually, I don't know why I said that. It is kind of <laughs> kind of pouring outside. Yeah, so today's the first day of a major rainstorm, isn't it, Annabelle? Yeah, it looks like the next week is pretty much all just going to be rain. rain. You know, It's kind of Seattle. fitting. It's like it's like, it goes. It's the change moment when like it just everything nice goes away and it's just straight rain. Yeah, and I'm hoping we'll get some snow this year as well. Yeah, we really didn't get much last year, so I'm ho- hopefully this year we can have a, maybe a snow day or two. Yeah, and honestly, if we have a lot, that doesn't really matter for us since we're seniors. Right. We don't have to make it up at the end of the year, just the, like, random days throughout. So it'll just be less school, which will be be pretty fun. But yeah, yeah, speaking of senior year, how are you doing on your Common App and all that, Annabelle? Pretty good. I have a meeting with my college counselor tomorrow. Uh Uh-huh. Every week, you know, got to meet with her. (laughs) It's going for sure. I'm starting kind of focusing on one college a week and, you know, writing supplementals for those and finishing up my main common app essay. Right, right. What about you? Yeah, it's kind of the same. Just It's just a process, just really working on the supplementals and yeah. all that stuff. When's your first deadline? Uh, November 1st. Yeah, I think yeah. me too. But technically, like, I could go whenever, I guess. Right, yeah. Some of them are just, like, some of mine are more rolling, but, like, not... They don't say they're rolling, but they are. I don't know. It's confusing. It's so confusing. All the terms, like, I don't even really know what rolling means, to be honest. Yeah, it just means that you'll submit your application, then you'll get a response in, like, a couple weeks instead of, like, on an exact date, like most schools do. Like, it's just, like, it'll come to you when it comes to you type of thing. I'm excited to see the wall of rejection. (laughs) I think it's funny. There were people talking about that they should get rid of it, which I I disagree. I think the admin doesn't really like it. Um, because, but I think it's kind of funny, like it's satire and it makes the college process like less stressful in a way because you're like seeing everybody, like everyone up there not getting into whatever and like whoever, I don't know. I think it kind of makes it less serious. I agree with you, especially like it can kind of take away some of the impact pain, like, oh, this person also didn't get into U Miami. So it's like, oh, okay. I'm not alone in a way. So yeah. I feel like it can just help people's motivation. And everyone's talking about it anyway. Like, I know last year there was a whole, like, USC, nobody got in except for, like, a couple people. And that's all anyone was talking about, all the seniors, for, like, a yeah. week. And so it's not like we're not going to talk about it if we don't have the wall. Right. It's so. it's not going to prevent anything. It's, like, it's just going to be less publicized. Yeah. But we'll see if they actually let us do it this year. <laughs> I, I hope. I mean, I hope so. I think it's funny. Because I don't want to be, like, the one year that they don't have it. Yeah. And know? we've already had so much, like, random stuff change this year. Like, yeah. the laptops and then cumulative instead of Skyward. It's like our senior year and everything's like, I know. changing. But I really like the laptops, honestly. Really? Yeah. I don't like them very much. Really? Because I, I only really use it in Spanish class. Because <laughs> um, Profanets loves the loves the laptops. Shout out Profe. Yeah, we love Profanets. And she's probably listening. She has first off walking around somewhere. Um, and <laughs> she's like the only teacher that uses it. And so for Cami, and then I use my mm-hmm. laptop most of the time. And I just, it keeps like turning off while I'm using it or like not what? turning on. 
or just being really glitchy overall. And I just, I don't know. I prefer the iPads, but why do you like the, the laptops better? I mean, I just always was an iPad menace. Like, I was always <laughs> using the iPads. But now the computers, I feel like, are just so much easier for organizing everything. And it's really nice to, like, have a computer to use, especially with, like, the essay, all the college essays and stuff. Yeah, which I think true. is I think is beneficial. But have you always used a computer in school? Yeah, I mean, I used my iPad a lot in like math and Spanish again, right? Just for notability mainly. But yeah, I mostly use my laptop otherwise. So I guess it makes sense if you don't have one, yeah. a laptop to you prefer the, yeah. the school one. But this one has a touchscreen, which I feel like the Macs don't have, which can be nice. Yeah, that is definitely a perk of them because it's kind of like both, and you can flip it over and use it like an iPad, basically. Right. Exactly. So. It's definitely a difference, but not a bad one. It's not at all. <laughs> yeah, I know everyone was kind of freaking out about it, but, you know, changes are good. Yeah, changes are good, and especially in this scenario, since I think it's going to benefit the freshmen a lot more, because they're going to learn how to really get the most out of it, and by the time that they're, like, seniors, they're going to be using it with ease. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of changes, senior year in high school in general has a lot of changes, and 100%. if you ever need help figuring out your future, you can head on to the Career Hub. And I got to speak with Miss Kenyon, who runs the Career Hub, and it's new this year. So here's that. Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and today I'm joined by Miss Kenyon. She is the college and career specialist who runs the new Career Hub here at MIHS, where you can go to figure out your post-high school plans. She's been teaching at the high school since 2015 and is very excited to serve students in this new role. So to start off, what services do you offer at the Career Hub? What services do we not offer? I've started focusing this year on seniors and their applications because, of course, that's top of mind for everyone, and college visits. So those are the two biggies that I'm putting my energy into right now. And for seniors, they can come in Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we can address any need that they're having in the application process. I never have all the answers, but I can certainly help find them or regroup with them later if it's essay writing or something like that. College visits are scheduled through Naviance, and then I work with a team to greet the visitor um, who is coming, typically a director of admissions or assistant director of regional admissions, and uh, provide them with a place to visit with students. And then I pick up materials, and I take them to other places where students may not have made it to the table. In addition, I'm there to help students explore what they're interested in and what their passions are. I am working with all grades. So I've had 10th graders come in and start talking about what they'd like to do. I can help you with a resume um, if you're interested in getting a summer job. Anything and everything that is related to moving forward in your life outside of these four walls. Wow. You're like in real life Naviance. Like, there you go. Exactly. Naviance Nav- a person. That is exactly. And Naviance is a great tool. And I know there's a lot of Naviance haters out there. And I don't blame you. I used to be one, but I am transformed. And I would love to help you find a new love for this very special tool. Another question is, how can a student get an appointment at the Career Hub? So I'm also a lifetime learner, and I'm learning how to do things like make myself more out there for people. At the bottom of my signature in my email is a way to link to my calendar and make an appointment. And on my door is a QR code that you can make an appointment. Also, you can drop in anytime. And it's if I don't have something else happening, I'm happy to work with you. And where is the Career Hub located? It is the first door on the right inside the Counseling Center. I will say 
that I have heard that the wall might be blown out by a certain favorite principal. And if that happens, then you would be able to access right from the main hallway. Wow. <laughs> Stay tuned. There's a window now, so we can kind of peek in and see. Yes, it's there's a window. Because nice, then you don't have to go into the door and like you're in a meeting with someone else. That would be very harder. awkward. No. So, yeah, that's definitely a good perk. And it seems like such a useful tool. Why do you think the Career Hub was just added this year? That's a great question. There are a lot of historians here at Mercer Island High School, and you can ask some of those teachers who've been around. What I know is when I started here, there was a person, and her name was um, MJ Hillstrom, who worked in the counseling center as a college specialist. I think she left within the first two years I was here, and I wasn't super dialed in yet. So I don't know her role, but once she left, it was not replaced. And then Mercer Island Education Association and the district uh, bargained in this position last year. So it was reinstated. And then how did you decide to take over this role in addition to your teaching gig? So I taught business communication technology last year part-time, and this year with uh, my son off to college, I wanted something more full-time, so I interviewed for this and got it. And then how did the Career Hub get its name? (laughs) One of the first few days that we were all back together in late August, I started running around asking all the wonderful people who work here, you know, what would be a good name for this? Because College and Career Center is just a mouthful. And so there were some iterations of it. And I ran it by people who are in the know marketing wise, including um, your own teacher, Mr. Bryant and Miss Woods. And so we came up with the Career Hub, which I am going to imagine will be shortened to the hub down the road. And then all the students will know what it is. I'm sure it will just grow from here. It's already been picking up popularity throughout the year so far. Thanks, Annabelle. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, you can find the Career Hub in the Counseling Office. This has been Annabelle Hegarty, joined by Miss Kenyon on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. What a great interview. Thank I you. definitely have to check out the Career Hub. I didn't even really know anything about that. Yeah, it's a new thing. It's kind of interesting that it was just added, like she was saying. Um, there was a similar position before, but it was never replaced after the uh, woman left. So it's definitely good that's Miss Kenyon, and she's a very nice, very nice person, very yeah, approachable. Sure. Um, you were saying she comes into your English class a lot? Yeah, she does. Um, my English teacher is the best, Miss Fillmore. Um, <laughs> she gives us, almost every Friday, a work period for college apps and essays and all that stuff. And Miss Kenyon has come in a few times and talked with some people, which is I think is great. And it's just so beneficial to have that time to, you know, talk to people who are in the same scenario as you and who know what the right thing to do is. I think it's, it's great. So shout out Miss Fillmore for for <laughs> having that for us. Yeah, I think a lot of the English teachers are trying to incorporate college essays in some way. My teacher um, is, you know, reading us examples and yeah. Like we peer edited each other's essays on Friday, which is kind of scary in a way, <laughs> but also kind of nice to read someone else's essay and see that, you know, even if yours isn't great yet or, you know, not great at all, <laughs> it's you're not <laughs> alone. So mine is definitely still in the in the editing phase. Yeah, so. exactly. It's it's a I, I'm in the same boat as you, I feel like. And even my history teacher, uh, Dino, was like reading out examples of like essays that he thought were good and it's just like it's a whole process you know it's just like everyone has some input which I think is pretty pretty special here because I feel like it's not the same everywhere else yeah I think it's definitely important to have that time to talk to each other and uh, Mr. Goldhammer keeps saying like it's really important that it's not just you 
and like your parents and if you have a college counselor reading the essay you have to like let someone else read it because they're not going to know you they're not going to know like the backstory of you you have to be specific enough but like not too detailed it's, right. it's really hard i mean it's it really a stranger. is exactly it's a stranger reading it so you need other strangers to vet it in yeah a way. like if somebody else reads it and is like i don't understand what you're talking about then it's not a not a very good essay and exactly you're not getting your point across and showing yourself the way you want to be shown yeah i feel you <laughs> yeah. you have to, i mean that's the hardest part just talking about you like who you are like, yeah i feel like it's easy to write an essay but it's hard to write one about you. Yeah. And it's hard to not get stuck in the in the storytelling also. I yeah. think it can be it can be difficult to move past you know, just yeah. the story that you're telling or the person and you're talking it's, about. It's easy to get lost in like, oh, I should have this fancy word and this fancy word and just create a lot of imagery and I yeah. feel like that's been a hard part cuz my parents, you know, when they edit my essay, even though, you know, you need to have like other people read it they're they're good at you know making it sound great but you know it's hard to really get it to be about you yeah um and that's the hard part like my first draft I was you know putting way too much detail into my yeah. storytelling and like giving a bunch of unnecessary uh Fluff. imagery and yeah. yeah and so I had to get rid of that and that, that was after my peer editing on Friday like the people that read it really helped me get rid of that yeah so that was helpful because I was like way over the limit and now I'm under it and have room to like go deeper in some places and you know make it shorter because you don't want to have like exactly 750 words or whatever exactly a little bit under yeah okay i think we're gonna turn it over to anna carson she's here and she's gonna give us our sports report you're listening to kmih 88.9 the bridge it's anna with your sports headlines starting off with seattle sports the seahawks beat the carolina panthers on sunday the seahawks are currently two and one and they play their next game on october 15th University of Washington's football team has moved up a spot to number 7 on Sunday following Saturday's win over Cal. The Huskies jumped ahead of USC and are currently ranked first in the Pac-12 due to their 4-0 record. The Seattle Mariners lost 8-9 on Saturday against the Rangers. The Mariners are currently in the middle of the pack, ranking third within the West Conference in the American League. Seattle soccer superstar Megan Rapino played her last ever professional game this Sunday. The U.S. Women's National Team faced off against South Africa and took the win 2-0. Rapino officially retired from the national team and Seattle's very own professional team, O.L. Reign. Going local to Mercer Island Sports. Our cross-country team had a successful weekend down in Oregon. Sophia and Victoria Rodriguez went 1-2 in the girls' invite race and crushed the school record again. Junior Owen Powell won the boys' invite race with a PR and lowered his own school record. Freshman Bridge Gary broke the freshman 5K record. Boys' golf faces off against Lake Washington Tuesday at 3.30. Volleyball also has a match on Tuesday, away at Liberty High School at 7. Girls soccer faces off against Lake Washington this Tuesday at 7 at Lake Washington. Girls Swive takes on our rivals, Bellevue, Tuesday at 3.30 at Mary Waite. Let's go, Islanders. This is KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Now back to music and conversation that spans generations. What is Hispanic Heritage Month? 88.9, it's Sophie Prock, and I'm here to tell you. Hispanic Heritage Month, not to be confused with Dia de los Muertos, began Thursday, September 15th, and will be celebrated until Saturday, October 15th. Why is it in between two calendar months, you may ask? That's a great question. Hispanic Heritage Month is celebrated between September and October because it is recognizing many Latin American countries' independence dates, including Mexico, Chile, 
Costa Rica, and El Salvador. In 1968, President Lyndon B. Johnson signed a bill designating the week of September 15th as National Heritage Week. When signed, he acknowledged the contribution made by America's people of Hispanic descent. Now, it is celebrated for a month-long time period, which actually didn't happen about 20 years after the initial signage of the bill. Hispanic Heritage Month is observed to educate the American people on who Latinx folks are today and to provide context for communities that may not be in the media as often. To celebrate, educate yourself on Hispanic heritage or have a conversation with someone you know who is of Hispanic descent. For more resources, visit www.hispanicheritagemonth.gov. Thanks for tuning in, 88.9. Now back to music and conversation that spans generations. Well, that was a great promo, especially I love Hispanic Heritage Month just because it really gets me in the... <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Um, I think it's interesting that it's September 15th to October 15th. No, it's interesting because I feel like most of the months that are like for some for like months that like celebrate something, they normally start at the beginning of a month and at the end of the month. But that it's in like the middle is really interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know the history of that. Let's see if I can. I don't either. I, I think that's interesting, it. though. Yeah, I mean, it's two months, so it's in two months, not it is two months, which is I don't know. It's weird because I feel like every other month, exactly. I feel like what it's you like said. Women's Month, Black History Month, all of those yeah. months. Like start on the beginning of one month, end on the end of one. Pride Month too. I don't know. I did, I never really thought of it like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So apparently, it's so it was enacted into law on August seventeenth, nineteen eighty eight. And it's because the anniversary of independence for many Latin American countries like Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua is September 15th. Wow. So oh, I guess that's, that's interesting. Why. Yeah. They all that got independent sense. on September 15th. Yeah, it must have been like a... That's kind of crazy. <laughs> ...joint war or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like in Spain, Yeah, from maybe? Spain. Yeah. So they probably were all working together. I don't really know the history. That's Sorry. crazy. Sorry, Mr. Buhala. Um, yeah, he's going to be disappointed <laughs> in you. Yeah. It's Okay. Speaking of that, what's your guys' favorite, like, like Mexican restaurant? Like, I don't know if that's, like, like, like your favorite place to get, like, food like that. Like, um, I do. There's one in Seattle. This is, like, a Seattle. controversial one. Yeah, there's one in Seattle that my dad always goes to. It's more of a Mexican meat market, and he always gets, like, stuff to make at home, and it's really good. I don't remember oh, what it's called. Cool. But he always, like, goes, and he tries to speak Spanish, and he comes back. He's like, <laughs> I did the whole exchange in Spanish, and it's really funny. Do you guys both take <laughs> Spanish? So yeah, yeah, or okay. I don't take it this year, but I took, I had profane for two years. And yeah. Have you had her for four I've years? I've had her for four years. That's crazy. Wow. So, Annabelle, are you in UW? I'm an AP. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, you like to go to the meat market and get <laughs> yes. food. Nick, well, what about you? That's my favorite Seattle, okay, okay. Seattle Mexican yes, food. Yes. Yeah. Um, in, I have like two of my favorite taco restaurants of all time. One of them is in St. Louis. It's called Mission Tacos. Probably like the best taco I ever had, but like a staple. Um, in New York City that I always had, like, before I came out here, was Tacos Los Number One, like, Los Uno or something. I don't know. That was just the <laughs> number name. Number One. <laughs> <sighs> I'm, I'm out of my Spanish practice. Yeah, you got to come back into, into Espanol Ape. <laughs> I don't know anything in Spanish. I know, like, the basics. Right, Hola, you take I take Chinese. I do not speak Spanish. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I took Spanish. I mean, I took it in elementary school when we were all required to. So I know, like, the basics, like, hola, me llamo Anna, me gusta fútbol. Like, that's about it. That's <laughs> okay. about all I feel like. I feel like that's all I really... I mean, it would be nice to know more. I feel like that's that's a, such a like a universal language. Okay, so yeah. do Duolingo then. Me and Kate, Kate is out there. She'll be in here for the news in a bit. Me both are Duolingo gods, and that's I funny. have a 214 day streak. So. Two hundred fourteen days. I did during COVID when I was in seventh grade. I did Duolingo Chinese. Okay. So I mean, are you like good at Chinese? I feel like it's a hard language to. I mean. I it's wouldn't like a whole say new alphabet and like no, I mean it's it is what it is. It's it not. It's, it's not even like it's ABC. hard. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. You know what? It's hard. It's really hard. It yeah. has been hard to learn, especially because. I mean, most of the kids who take Chinese have a parent at home speaking it, and that's why they take it because it's like their family wants them to learn it. I don't really know why I take it. It's just kind of because I mean. I'm not Asian, but, like, I still, like, I'm taking the class, so I feel like it's harder because, like, I don't, like, have anyone at home that can help me, and a lot of the kids, right. like, they're, like, confused on their homework. They're like, oh, I just had my mom do it, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my dad helped me with it, oh, blah, 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 blah. So I feel like in that sense it's hard. And there was once we had, like, a quiz on Chinese New Year. It was, like, a pop quiz, and I knew nothing because, I mean, that's not a holiday I celebrate. Like, just that's just not something I've ever celebrated, so, like, that was annoying. But otherwise, I feel like it's, I mean... It's just learning another language, but I feel like that's the same for every language you're going to take at yeah. school. Yeah. It definitely sounds a lot harder, especially, like, having to learn a whole other alphabet. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's not like Spanish where you have, like, a, a ton of mu- – I mean, I guess there's a lot of Chinese music, but I don't – I feel like it's different than Spanish music because there aren't really many uh, – I'm a big Latin music fan. I'm going to be honest. I listen yeah. to a lot of Bad Bunny Bad oh, bunny. Bad Bunny. So I good. am yeah. a bad... I have some... Ba- I have Bad Bunny Crocs, you know. Really? I'm just, <laughs> what? Yeah, I have a Bad Bunny pillow. Because one of my soccer teammates, she's from the Dominican Republic, so she's, like, obsessed with Bad Bunny. And, like, one one time, I told her I liked Titi Me Pregunto, and she went out and bought me a bunch of Bad Bunny merch, and I was just like, okay, thanks. That's but, sick. <laughs> Titi Me Pregunto is... That is my pregame song. That is, like, I'm about to get on the soccer field. That is what I listen to to get hyped. Because this is, this is kind of weird, but, I mean, me personally, I like listening to music where I don't know what the lyrics are saying before the game. Like, so whether it's it's in a different language, it's techno, like, just hearing songs. <laughs> it's hearing songs that, like, I have to sing before, like, I play. It just, like, stresses me out. So, like, I do listen yeah. to a lot of techno, a lot of... I can't you know, imagine Peppa. you listening to techno. Just, like, I in, listen, the, in the AirPods. Yeah, like, with... Boom. Um, I'm actually a headphone girl with my oh, okay. Air Max headphones. I'm listening to, like, the... Like, the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm listening to my techno music before my game. I mean... Just you uh, and the techno getting yeah, ready to get yeah. stuck but in. But it's... Yeah. Everyone's saying when whenever Bad Bunny goes on tour next, there's, you're going to see a lot more... I'm going to be there. Yeah, you're going to see yeah. a lot more. What they're saying is you're going to see a lot more blonde ponytails at the Bad Bunny concert. <laughs> Because yeah. I feel like Bad Bunny is honestly so, like, universal now. Like, even if you don't speak Spanish, you still like his music. Yeah. Do I know what he's saying? No. Do I still <laughs> do I still like it? Yes. It's, I, I it's only know, so like, catchy. half of what he's saying and yeah. <laughs> takes Spanish. Has so. Profe done another song yet for, with That's Bad Bunny or no? No, we've only done the one, Ojitos Lindos, because uh, it's, like, one of the only clean ones. clean ones. And she can't, even though technically, like, we None were talking, like, most people won't know if it's a, a swear word. But um, she will, and that's true. The, she like gives us the lyrics printed out, so we would like be able to see. But um, right now we're doing a lot of flamenco music, and so we did Rosalia. We haven't sung oh, much because so we're um, 
it's she's like we don't have time so we only do it on tuesdays which is block period and that was the best part of the class i know it's like and she's like nobody can you explain what you guys do i'm a non-spanish class taker so so in most of the spanish classes especially profe knits we walk into class and we get these cancioneros which are just binders with like lyrics in them yeah and take them to our desk and then she plays a song and we're all supposed to sing because it's like you're reading it, you're singing it, you're learning the song, you're learning the words. Yeah, it's right next to the Chinese classroom. It's really yeah. loud, and our teacher would used to get oh. mad. <laughs> anyway, this year we're not doing it as much. I think she's still doing it every day with her other classes that aren't AP, but yeah. And so currently we're singing Bularia by David Bisbal, which is a um, flamenco song. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Going back to Bad Bunny, I think it's kind of crazy how popular he is. He, he has is. 73 million 73 and a half million mon- monthly well, listeners. Well, you also have to think about just how many people speak Spanish in the world. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that's kind of, like, it's, like, so their many Taylor countries. Swift. Like, it's, like, yeah. That's how I think of it in my mind. It's, like, like Rosalia, too, has, I think, a similar amount of listeners, maybe Daddy a little bit Yankee. less. Daddy Yankee, I don't know, that's all. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> those are, like, the two I listen to, I feel like. But yeah. it's fun. I mean, I like it. It's, I mean, it's, you also hear a lot, like, Whenever I'm at a sporting event, like I'm at the Mariners game. Oh, they're playing Titi Me Pregunta. Oh, they're playing Pepas. Oh, I'm at yeah. the a boogie concert and it's the DJ before. Oh, they're playing Titi Me Pregunta. Like, yeah, I feel like I hear it so much. I heard it at the UW football game on Saturday. It's just it's very universal, and I feel it's just it's and very it has, underappreciated. It has such a good beat, like it's just Spanish uh, music. Uh, it's like yeah, the reggaeton beat or the flamenco sound or like whatever it is. It sounds good. And we're going to give you true. a taste of that right now. One of the best ones. This is Mi Gente by J Balvin and Willie William. Si el ritmo te lleva a mover la cabeza y empezamos como es. Mi música no discrimina a nadie, así que vamos a romper toda mi what an upbeat song. I know. The beat is crazy. And you guys, this song, I can't say I love it because if you're a dancer, you'll understand what I mean. I'm not a dancer anymore. But this song, the Beyonce version, mm-hmm. uh, Live from Coachella, was one of my routines for like a whole year in my jazz class when I was in maybe seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And so I heard this song probably like hundreds of times just over and over again and they're like okay do this move on this word or whatever and first of all like the spanish part in the beyonce version is shorter but it is still like half the song uh and so all of us were like what (laughs) and it was you just they said do it on this word and you're like i don't know when this word is is um and so yeah we heard that song and like that's every dancer ever there was a different song for a different class it was trampoline um and whenever anyone hears that they're like oh my gosh like i can't and i still remember the dance kind of i mean i bet every time you hear this song it's just just a traumatizing memory like (laughs) come back to my mind that dance class yeah exactly yeah it was crazy i don't even think we ever got to perform it because it might have been covid yeah seventh grade was covid so that yeah. that is that would have happened like right well, then I guess and there. Eighth grade, but I'm not sure. I don't remember if it was that one or a different one that got cut off. So like all that all that listening for nothing. Yeah. But it was a good song. So, yeah. Anyway, you guys, we're gonna throw it over to Miss Kate Lennington with the news headlines today. Hello. Sorry, guys. We were having some technical difficulties. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, so you're listening to KMIH eighty eight nine the bridge, and I'm Kate with your with your news headlines. Okay. So the writer strike may be coming to an end as Hollywood screenwriters and studios reach a tentative deal to resolve the almost 150-day strike. After five straight days of negotiation, the Writers Guild of America and Hollywood Studios reached a deal that is making important gains towards the protection of writers in Hollywood. Despite the new writers' deal, actors who went on strike in July continue to stay on strike until their union can make a satisfactory agreement with Hollywood, having similar demands to the writers. Locally... Um, get ready to continue to have those raincoats and rain boots ready as western Washington is expecting lots more rain. High precipitation is expected from today through Wednesday as a parade system hits Seattle, bringing the most rain western Washington has seen since spring. Going super locally, Mercer Island High School's very own Suba Vladimonti um, is the youngest honorary, honorary on Forbes' 30 under 30 list at just 17. She is being honored for her for starting the nonprofit Linguistic Justice League, which advocates for low resource language languages such as African dialects and a multitude of others. She also developed an um an EUD yeah sorry EDU Lang app that uses interactive books and storytelling to guide non English speaker speaking students in grades K through 5 to help them begin learning English. And that is, I'm Kay Lennington, is that is, those are your news headlines. Yeah, Suva is amazing, honestly. She's in a few of my classes this year, and she's, you know, obviously very intelligent yes. and deserves that. Yeah, you guys are honor. you guys are her age. You know, where, where's your, where's your Forbes 30 under 30 list? Chill, you know? chill, chill. <laughs> it's coming next year. Um, yeah, no, she's like insane i know she's like in yeah not even college level math she's in like above that or something crazy um that's that's so cool though that she's like giving uh more scope i guess to on underserved languages i just think that's pretty cool you know especially like some dialects that you know people could be interested in if they're going traveling somewhere maybe and they can't really learn anywhere but there it's a great idea and i think the biggest news headline this weekend was what happened yesterday at the Chiefs game. Oh my gosh. You guys, who was there? Taylor, Taylor Swift. Ta- the Taylor Allison Swift. She was there. Kate she- and I are big fans. Yes. Um, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm a Travis Kelsey fan who <laughs> yes. she was there to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? She seems so happy. Yeah. I think it's kind of, I mean, it is kind of random. Yeah. But um, there was a lot of rumors before. I don't really know how yeah. anyone... So saw that so ba- basically <laughs> travis kelsey and his brother jason kelsey are both in the nfl jason plays for the eagles travis plays for the chiefs and they have a shared podcast together and i think jason was like brought it up that he was seeing uh, taylor swift and it was just people were like what how, how does yeah. this even happen but i think he went to um her show in kansas city at arrowhead mm. And he was seen there, and then there was a whole thing where he was like, I made a friendship bracelet yeah. for her with my phone yeah. number on it, but I didn't get to give it to her. And so then I guess after that, they connected, or maybe that was a lie. Like, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people do think it is PR. So what do you guys think about that? I, I'm i just confused how that would be PR, just because they're in such different, yeah, like... I get that. Like, unless it was, like, the Kansas Chiefs are trying to get more attention on their team, 
then maybe. But like, I just, I, I just felt I don't feel like that is necessarily PR, but I also don't know that it's like. I think I think I think it was really like I think Taylor was really cute at that game. Like she was like she seemed so happy. She yeah. was hanging out with his mom. Exactly. Like, like being with the mom the is different. Yes, they did. So they don't really need. Yeah, exactly. You know, PR. They, the Chiefs always have the most PR in the league, to be honest. Yeah. But there's all these jokes about the NFL having a script, and yeah. I think that the people who agree with that are going to be like, "Oh, this is part of the script." So it's just very yeah. interesting. Yeah. People say that about all sports. They're like, there was like a. A list saying that this team was going to win. And this was going to happen. NBA this, playoffs or whatever. Um, I think that's kind of crazy. But, yeah. like, yeah, she looked really happy. And she was with his mom. And they went to, They like, were cheering together. Afterwards. Yeah. And they, like, apparently they bought yeah. out the restaurant. And, like, the whole team was there. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, it is really random. And <laughs> the funniest part um, is Taylor Swift is an Eagles fan. She's from yeah. Pennsylvania. And... The Eagles were tweeting out, like, oh, she's in her undercover mission. But then they're like, she's cheering a little too hard. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And uh, it's interesting because his brother is plays for the Eagles. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that had something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. But, like... I'm reaching. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, she was... Uh, well, it was funny because I saw a bunch of stuff about how everyone was like... Um, he was playing so shyly. Like every time he'd like get a touchdown, he'd like look up to the press box and like yeah. like give her a little look, see like is she watching? Like yeah, because he's usually um, from what I've seen, he's usually pretty cocky. I'd say in his celebration. I mean, like all football players. Yes, are, I mean but he's he was so being funny. Pretty reserved. That yeah. usually his celebrations are a lot like longer, but he was just doing like a little dance. And, like, and then he, like he glanced yeah, up, he, like, there. up and smiled. I didn't watch the game, but I saw. I didn't watch the game either. Yeah. This is all on TikTok that I saw this. <laughs> but the whole like social media is all just yeah about this. Like the NFL's TikTok bio is like Taylor Swift was here, yeah, twenty four, and they like yeah. it's insane. And they even are posting like Taylor Swift highlights from yeah. the game. It's yeah. pretty funny. And, and what's what's interesting is for his standards, he didn't even have like. He had like an average game for his standards, so so it's not like he played his best. Yeah, like he only—I mean, only—but even though he's the best, like tight end in the league, he had seventy yards, a touchdown, and seven receptions, which is good. But like for him, he can do a lot better. So I think yeah. I agree with what you guys were saying about him playing shyly. Yeah, and there's videos of them like leaving the game, and it looks like a first date. Just like they're so <laughs> awkward, and like they're not holding hands, but like they could be, and like. And then they drove off in a convertible, which is so unlike Taylor Swift. She's always in like one of those yeah. SUVs with tinted windows, and yeah. So that was like definitely a change. I think and he's just a totally different. Like they just seem like opposites. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Here's what I'll say: is I don't think that, like, kind of like what Annabelle was saying, how it, like looked like a first date. I think it's a very new thing, and I also don't think it's. I doubt it's probably gonna last. Like I think that's like yeah. the two of them are kind of like yeah. you know doing their thing, having some fun, but then like. It's gonna, I don't know, but it's cute right now. I yeah. feel like, and it's kind of funny because people are already like, they're gonna get married. Like, it's been a day. It's also like, like come on. <laughs> she's. I also feel like she's like a public figure, and like sometimes we need to like not obsess so much about like her relationship. Like, obviously, yeah. it's like fun to like speculate and stuff, but like, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's it doesn't affect us that well, much. Well, all throughout the game, like I was watching parts of the game, all throughout it, they were talking about Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Yeah, and even the couple weeks before. When the rumors were circulating, the commentators for the Chiefs were like, and he's swiftly running down the field, like, he's, he found a blank space or whatever. Um, and my dad was, like, freaking out. Like, I went upstairs one morning, he's like, 
why didn't you tell me about Travis Kelsey and Taylor <laughs> Swift? I was like, because, like, nothing yeah. happened. Like, And then he texted me. Um, he's in Denmark, so he's, like, obviously a few hours ahead. And so it was, like, the middle of the night when this was happening. But he texted me this morning. He's like, Annabelle, like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> he was so excited. And that's what, like, all the dads are so excited. Because, yeah, like, no. I think it's, like, they're finding common ground yes. is one thing. Like, they don't really care. I mean, my dad's a Swifty. My dad's um, a Swifty, too. But... but they don't, like, most dads are, like, I don't really know how to talk to you about this, yeah. but like this is something that they can no. talk about. Which my is dad's cute. top artist um, was Taylor Swift last year. I Spotify. think it was my dad's like <laughs> in his top. I listened to yeah. a lot. Of, we listened to a lot of folklore, but um, he he. It was really funny because he was watching uh, like all the all the football, and he was like, "Why is Taylor Swift at the Chiefs game?" And I was like. <laughs> Oh, you don't know. And then my mom, instead of me going on a rant about this, my mom went on a rant about it because apparently wow. she's been very invested. Yeah. So my whole family has been is seemingly very invested. In my this. whole family my whole Swifties. family group yeah. chat, like with it's like my family and then my aunt and uncle and my cousins. It was just all about that. Wow. And my dad sent me like twelve links to tweets this morning about like Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, like enjoy Denmark. Don't it's take it. <laughs> He's getting sidetracked in Denmark. Yeah, seriously. Like, what are you doing? He's too focused on, on, on T-Swizzle. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, another kind of funny thing is everyone's saying she's finally over the British guys because she had, yeah. like, her last few. She did have quite the British, British man era. Yeah. So everyone's like, it's America's, America's You got to fill me in. I'm not, I don't know. Wasn't it Harry Styles? Uh, at one that point. Was, that, that was, was like, was in like... 20... 13 oh yeah that was a little bit ago it was like 10 years um, but yeah she had like her last one well she was in that she was in a six-year relationship with with, yeah joe allen everyone thought she was gonna get married to him like yeah whatever and they broke up last year um yeah yeah around like no they broke up like during like this spring this past spring i think and then she was with Maddie Healy allegedly. Yeah, he's also British. And then before that, it was like Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. I don't know. It yeah, was like a are, lot. These are some very British, British names. People. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that was kind of funny. The other thing that a lot of people are making jokes about is in in her album Fearless. There's a song called Fifteen, and then there's a line in the song, and it's like, yeah. "In your life, you'll do things greater than um dating the boy on the football team." And so everyone's like, "What happened to that, Taylor?" Yeah. Another one I'm seeing is Travis Kelsey's number is 87. Yes. And he was born in 1989 also, and then obviously Taylor's album, 1989, and the Taylor's version is coming out yeah. in next month, uh, almost exactly a month. Um, oh. And she has a song called Mary's Song, and her debut yeah. album, it says, when I'll be 87, you'll, you'll be 89. 89. <laughs> and, you, know, <laughs> you guys are reaching. Oh, Nick my gosh. Like, <laughs> and there's this out. photo of her with, this, uh, with, this, with, with, a, um, with a Chiefs jersey that says 89 on it. Yeah. And then... And so she, <laughs> Nick is Nick is like, Yo, how do you guys know all of this? Like TikTok. pulling out random songs. Okay, you'll see. Like, I swear. Like, I have other things in my brain. Yes, this, but I just have a lot. Of, but this yeah. just dominates. Well, like I've actually been like I've actually okay. Here's my take. I love Taylor Swift's music, and I love listening to her music. But I. I've been getting really sick of all the random conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift online. I'm like, guys, let's just listen to her music and enjoy that. We don't need yeah. to like dig into every single piece of her life. You guys are doing that right now. No, though. I know, but I'm just saying that like sometimes it like gets it's kind of fun to do though. That's it's like it's fun when you have when it. you have the resources, but like I don't, yeah. have, but like I don't. Resources. Yeah, the resources as in other people have done all of it. We're just re, re, we're yeah, relaying. Like, we didn't it. find any of the stuff. This is stuff we've seen. It's yeah. Just TikTok on the knows already. you want it. Yeah. yeah. TikTok knows you need to hear this. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
you know what you guys need to hear though is a Taylor Swift song. I think we need to play one right <laughs> yeah. now. So here is Bejeweled. Baby love, I think I've been a little too kind. Didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind. And the shoes I gave you as a present. Yeah, that really got me in the mood for the day just like me hente you know taylor <laughs> swift and spanish music that's the best way to start the morning in my I mean, opinion there's no other better way yeah, yeah for sure and we hope you guys have an amazing day an amazing morning even though it's still raining and you yeah. know cold outside it's okay. hopefully we can be your umbrella wow uh, wow. wow that was good <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, even though we don't really use umbrellas here in Seattle, which I think yeah. is a weird thing. It's like we're too, like, we're too we good can't, for it. We can't show that like, weakness, you know? We, we can be your Patagonia <laughs> rain jacket. For sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome, guys, for that one. <laughs> um, we hope you have a great day. I'm Annabelle. I'm Nick. And I'm Kate. And this is 88.9 The Bridge. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your Breakfast on the Bridge, and thank you for listening.